0: Hello everyone. We have Cora Tardif on today's episode. She's got her Starbucks in hand. She's ready to go. Cora, I'm just going to toss it at you. Start wherever you'd like.
1: All right. Um, I'm Cora. I live um, in South Carolina and I have never told my story like in its full entirety, I don't think. Um, So I don't know what it's going to end up being like, Um, but hopefully it's Helpful to people that have had some more things, um, or you know, things like that. So, I um, met my husband in 2012 um, on a blind date from Match, back before you know uh, the other dating apps, old fashioned online dating, um, and then and I we got married in 2015, um, the rainiest wedding you've ever seen. It rained 25 inches the weekend of our wedding, and our wedding was basically, like, canceled, and the island was closed, and um, it was crazy, um, but it was awesome. And then we or went on our honeymoon about, like, six months after that, and that was kind of the point that maybe it was kind of, like, not avoiding pregnancy, but definitely you know, still wanting to not to be pregnant yet. <laughs> kind of that in-between state. Um, and everyone kept asking, you know, when we were gonna be ready. And um this was kind of in the end of 2016. Um and I kept saying like 2017 will be our year. 2017 will be our year. Uh, and then sure enough in uh December of 2016, so just right before I was gonna be ready, um, I was late and was home for Christmas um, and was feeling confused, but also like I was fighting and like I thought it was my period, but it wasn't, I don't know. So I remember driving home My husband wasn't with me. Um, I was home before Christmas um, and I remember like stopping on my way home and getting a, a test and, uh, at the Pierce Teeter bathroom um, and I think I didn't even know that you needed to wait to like see if it got darker or that there was a line because I think I like looked at it and it wasn't a line or I didn't think there was a line uh, and I threw it away <laughs> I was like so nervous about it because um, I had never had any scares before or anything like that um, but then you know I was home for a few days we did Christmas um, and then I still hadn't really gotten my period um, and so I took another one and it was positive, and I <laughs> freaked out in a good and bad way. I mean, we were so close to like wanting to be ready to try and to do that, but like we weren't quite there yet. Um, and it was that day; it was the day that my mother in law was coming to town. Um, so there was just like a lot, and I made my husband come home before he picked up at the airport, so that I could tell her, tell him, uh, um, you know, I was feeling really nervous about it all, but we were. I was excited. Um, and we decided to go ahead and tell um, his mom because she was in town. and just would have been weird. Um, just not drinking and stuff like that. And then um, and then maybe a day later, also told my parents just because we had told her. Um, but that was short-lived. We, I started bleeding um, probably like two or three days after that, like maybe New Year's Eve. Um, and then did some blood work and ultrasound and was an early miscarriage, um, which was shocking, again, like, I think everybody says, like, you just don't think it will happen to you, you know that it happens, and you know that people have to go through that, but, like, it's just not gonna be you, Um, but sure enough, you know, we went through that, you know, did all the blood work, make sure I didn't need the shots, and um, it was passing on its own, um, and that was, you know, kind of. I had told, you know, I told my parents, I had told two girlfriends. Um, One was kind of like during the the miscarriage of once I had already started. I'm like, I'm pregnant, but not. Um, But we were okay. I mean, obviously so sad. Um, And it was not as horrific as some of the ones that I hear about. (laughs) Honestly, Um, for me, it really was just like, you know, a heavy, painful, terrible period. Um, But anyways, but it didn't make me realize, oh my gosh, I, you know, I am ready for this. I do want this. So we took, you know, a month off and then decided to try again. Um, And sure enough, we got pregnant again. Um, And, you know, kind of, again, like everyone says, like one time, you know, it happened two times No way. I know this is it now. Um, We had our little hiccup and off we go. Um, But it was only a matter of probably a week um, for... I had started bleeding again with that, um, and what we did this time was just blood work. I didn't go in for an ultrasound or anything, um, just did the blood work, you know, saw the HCG, was going down, um, and, uh, you know, went through the loss of that. Again, like I had a terrible period. It was sad, and I was sad, and. Confused and frustrated, and all of the emotions, um, but we were okay. Um, at the same time, um, and honestly, I'm just kind of like a go getter, like ready to do it again. You know, obviously wanting to. Um, we went to see my doctor after that, um, and she did uh, some the kind of um, basic recurrent pregnancy loss panel, um some of the clotting tests and um the karyotype and uh a few other things. Kind of gonna one. Um which I was really thankful that she went ahead and did for us. Um I think at that point she had said that if we wanted to go see um a reproductive endocrinologist that she would make the referral. Um but we chose not to at that time we just went with her tests and based on the findings of her test, which was nothing. Uh, she had suggested just the baby aspirin and um, the progesterone. So we started doing that. Um, and, I, and She had suggested for my progesterone to start like after ovulation, so like every month that we were trying, I didn't wait for a positive. I just did it three days after ovulation. So we did that probably from like uh, May, June, July, August, and then September, and then October, we got pregnant again, which was really frustrating after getting pregnant once without trying, and then once the first one's trying. It felt like forever, but um, we were excited and thought for sure, you know, now we have this treatment, you know, this should work. Um, And the day before I found out I was pregnant, my best friend um, called me, and she had been trying to get pregnant for about two years. And she was finally pregnant after starting some thyroid medication. And and then the next day I had my positive. Um, So we were really excited. We were actually training for a half marathon together at that time. Um, And our due dates would have been, you know, I think like a week apart. So, you know, it was also scary knowing that like the potential of, you know, another loss for me and her to go on. But, you know, I think that was mostly... You know, so the first, you know, weeks of the, those pregnancies for us were both very different in than them, but, um, it was fun. Um, and we went and ran our half marathon. Um, we were both about six weeks at that time. Um, and it was fine and it was fun and we did fine. It not our fastest, but that was fine. <laughs> um, and then the next day, it was a Sunday. Um, I started bleeding, of course, um, and was just so mad myself and for doing that race and of course you know this is gonna happen um and of course that was a Sunday so I ended up just because I was just needed to know um usually I wait for the doctor and just go in and do the blood work um but I ended up going to the emergency room that day um just because I needed to know um and luckily my doctor was the one that was on call at the hospital that day which was nice to have her instead of a stranger um but I literally sat there all day. my husband was at work um he popped in at different times because he couldn't have to take the day off um but we uh you know did the blood work and then you know went in for the ultrasound and it's you know so awkward especially at the hospital they're even like, more serious and more like can't tell you anything just like um but then after I did the ultrasound she said like your hcg is only you know 550, which I had gotten my ATG at the beginning of this pregnancy, actually checked, and it did double, um, but we had stopped checking it, um, and so then when she said that, I I knew, you know, I was like, that's not possible, you know, that was, you know, it was 150, you know, 10 days ago, you know, there's no way that this is okay, um, but then I waited forever and ever, and finally my doctor came in, um, and I knew it was over, but she actually told me that I was ectopic, um, which I knew what that was, and, but uh, was surprised and scared about, you know, the options and what to do. Um, luckily, I was able, I didn't need surgery, um, and was able to take the uh, methotrexate shots, um, which basically stops all the growth and ends the pregnancy. Um, so that, you know, continue to grow in your tube. Um, so I did that. And that for me was just like, I had had enough, I you know, between still being pregnant and all of the celebration of that. And, you know, knowing that I was just going to have to watch her go, you know, do this. And also like, shit, like now we have a problem, like one, okay, two, whatever. That was terrible. But like, like, no, this is not normal. This is not going to be okay. You know, this is our story. This is a thing. Um, and I really hadn't talked to too many people up to this point about it um, my one girlfriend who was pregnant at the same time she knew my history um, you know and my parents knew about the first one but I didn't come with the second just because I had decided that I didn't really like what people had to say <laughs> about it my parents, my friends, anybody like I just didn't like the responses that people had so I had chosen to not talk to people um, but then like I said as it started to be you know serious big thing I feel like I had this big secret which didn't feel good and I didn't really know what to do with that and I think I still kind of feel that way because I haven't been super open um, and I you know some people just know snippets on my story and some people don't know any of it and you know I don't care that people know I just don't like to talk about it with people because like I said I just don't like what people have to say um <laughs> except for people that have been through it um That's kind of a little bit, you know, but at this point with these three, I was just like, I don't know. It was hard. It was really hard. Um, I was glad, actually, that it turned out to be ectopic because I wasn't able to blame it on myself, like, no matter what, that pregnancy would have ended, Uh, I think, if it was just, like, a regular miscarriage, I would have really struggled with guilt of doing that race and not taking care of myself. And I mean, obviously we all know that that doesn't cause miscarriage, but we all do it. And, um, like I said, I'm thankful that this one didn't let me blame it on myself. Like it was always there and it was always not gonna become a baby, um, which sucks. (laughs) It doesn't make it okay. Um, it just made it a little bit easier for me. Um, and then after that, we ended up getting a referral to go see um, the reproductive endocrinologist. Um, and luckily, we were able to do it pretty soon after that, um, at that end of the year, like for insurance purposes and stuff like that. Um, so I we just went to the guy, like the local one in our town that um, my OB recommended, Um and he was fine, I mean, nothing special, and, uh, did the basic testing, um, but I actually didn't do a ton, because my OB had already done, uh, the, you know, the bulk of it, um, the one test that she had not done that I wanted him to do was my thyroid, um, and when I asked him to do, I think this gives you, like, a little idea of maybe, like, who he was, and, you know, why I don't still see him, um, was like, oh, you don't need your thyroid check, I can tell from just looking at you that your thyroid's fine, I was like, oh, but, like, could we actually do it, though, you know, like, I just couldn't, like, I don't know, that response to me was not reasonable, um, he did run it, and it was fine, um, but when you're looking for all the answers, and that was his response, um, he just kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but also was seemed like a smart, fine guy, um, you know, and when I asked about, like, alternatives and other ideas and, you know, different treatments for um recurrent pre- uh, pregnancy loss, he definitely had kind of had that traditional idea. Like, IVF is your only thing. And, you know, we don't do alternative or, you know, any of the immune stuff or diet or don't worry about any of that. You know, basically, like, that's hot wash. Um, we just do IVF-PTS, and you'll get a baby. Um, And to me, that just never quite sat right. But he also said that, you know, with the numbers and with the time, you know, if we just kept trying, um, we also could, you know, get a good one, so to speak. So that's what we decided to do. Um, After all the tests, we did HSG and, you know, more ultrasounds and, again, everything with him on his end um, was so... I think starting you know the beginning of the next year so two thousand seventeen um, oh two thousand eighteen so that was all through two thousand seventeen and then start two thousand eighteen um, it got pregnant again um, in March um, so this is my second March in a row <laughs> being pregnant which is you know you know when the dates just line up again you know like you don't even have to look up due dates which be kind of sad, like, you just know, like, oh, if I get pregnant in March, the due date is November, when I get pregnant in this time, the due date is this, like, once you become pregnant so many times, um, which is stupid, <laughs> but, what? um, anyways, and that, we did do the blood work, um, right away, um, and my HCG was slowly rising, and then started to go down, so, um, I actually knew that one was over before I even started, um, I even started bleeding. Um so that was a different experience kind of knowing that it was coming was actually kind of nice. Um, and again, I was able to pass it all naturally. Um, and I don't know. It was, I don't really remember my emotions at this point, honestly. Like I don't remember. I mean, I know I was sad. I know I cried about it. I know I laid around and felt bad for myself and ate a lot of, food and drink a lot but (laughs) I don't really remember (laughs) how I was feeling (laughs) like (laughs) I don't know um shitty I guess right I don't know um but uh you know moved on I don't know I don't even remember and then did it again um that June I got pregnant again um and this one had like some things coming up we had a wedding that we were going to I had a bachelorette party in the coming weeks you know, like just a lot that was kind of coming up, which again, you know, at this point it's like, who knows if it's going to work. This is pregnancy number one, two, three, four, um, no, five. five. Um, you know, So it's just like kind of feeling hopeful, but also like, who knows? Um, and the same thing, I was getting my blood work done. Um, this was, I was being monitored by the fertility clinic, which was nice. Um, as opposed to like going just to the general lab or place and getting my lab done. So I was able to get the results back very quickly and things like that. Um, but again, like my numbers were going down or not going anywhere. I don't know. Um, before I even started bleeding. Um, and I found out that, like, I had, well, we had gone to the wedding um, and I didn't drink and, you know, was hopeful that this pregnancy was going to be a thing and just pretend, drinked and kind of, and still had fun and was hopeful and excited about it. Um, And I think that next weekend must have been that bachelorette party. I think during that week sometime I found out my numbers were going down or too slow to rise. uh, And I knew that it was going to, it was over. Um, And I was just like hell bent on like this, not ruining like my fun with my girlfriends from high school and like just life. (laughs) Um, So I went to that bachelorette party and I, like hoped and prayed that like, I didn't start bleeding while I was there. And like, I just had a great time, like knowing, unfortunately that it was over, but like, I just can't let this control me and ruin all, everything. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm not going to cancel. My husband's like, you shouldn't go, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't let it take everything. I can't let it take time with friends and fun and like all the things. Um. So I went and I actually had a blast, it or not, like you, you wouldn't really expect that you could, you know, have fun with like an impending miscarriage, but I did <laughs> right? Like I just made myself, right? I mean, I don't know. And luckily it wasn't until like the very last night being there, like I could tell it was coming and then like I got home and was able to do it at home again. Um but I was thankful for that, and like I had worked really hard that year, of like not letting it take everything from me. Um, although I mean, it took my every thought of my mind all the time, and still does. Um, I worked really hard to find my joy that year, um, and that was a good example of like really trying hard and winning at having joy um, through it all. Um, obviously, when it all happens, you know, it still sucked and like miserable, and you're you know at this point just scary. Like you know, that was number five, and. You just kind of start to feel a little bit hopeless. Um, and then after that one, my doc- doctor the fertility doctor, called me to like come in for like a follow-up, um, and he yeah, we was sitting in his office, like, and you know, like, again, I'm just coming because he called me and told me to come in, um, and he's like, what can I do for you today? I was like, uh, I don't know. Like you told me to come here, you know. Like I, I don't know. What can What can you do for me today? Um, and basically, it was like you've done enough on your own. It's not working. If you want to do like have baby, like you need to do IVF. Um, and I don't know. For me, it just didn't, you know, seem right. Um, I just couldn't believe that all five had been genetically abnormal. You know, that's the supposition that like they're all just bad eggs or bad embryos or whatever and you know aren't going to be viable and I just I don't know I just couldn't believe it um you can't prove it to me I don't really feel like you've been that thorough with testing you know like no um so I left that appointment super frustrated and mad at him and also mad me no one wants to hear that news right that's the only way you're going to be able to do this um but I also like determined to like Screw him, like his <laughs> bad attitude, but I'm gonna figure this out. Um, so then I started doing, I think, through those two last two pregnancies, I was doing acupuncture and like doing all like the Chinese herbs and all that stuff too. Kind of like, All right, like gotta change it up, we have to do something different every time, you know, and I added add in different things every time. Like, first time I just did acupuncture, first thing, and then like another time, add in like the herbs and all of that, which I really like my acupuncturist, but it didn't work. I mean, it never <laughs> changed anything. It, I like it. Um, but she had like, suggested some more tests for that my OB could run and just doing some more. So I was excited to like really dive in. Um, so I went to my OB with like, a list of tests from my acupuncturist of like more of, like the MTH, MTHFR and like homocysteine and, you know, looking th- further into your thyroid and just some more specific things that hadn't been done. Um, and at this point, my OD was like, sure, I'll do anything. Like, I actually don't know what to do or what to tell you, um, but I'll, I'll run these tests. Um, and then she goes, and I kind of told her my frustrations with the reproductive endocrinologist in town. And um, she heard me and validated those concerns um, and kind of suggested, like, if you do want more answers, like, maybe it's time to, like, go find, like, a specialist specialist. Um, and, like... Of miscarriage, not just like your regular reproductive endocrinologist. Um, so she did some research um, and um, came up with me going to New York um, to see um, a reproductive immunologist. Um, and I actually had like, from being on like the boards on Facebook and different things like had come across um, ladies that had been under his practice and just knew of this idea. Um, and so after like, talking about the money and getting over the fact that like I'm going to travel the country to like see a specialist. Just like, you just never think that you're going to have to do that. Right. Um, We decided to move forward with that. So um, the end of that summer, 2018, we went to New York. Um, Luckily my husband's from New Jersey and my sister lived in New York city at the time. Um, So we had some people to stay with. We weren't having to get like hotels in the city or anything, um, but went and saw, um, a reproductive immunologist, um, and he, you know, did a pretty thorough exam and we did so much blood work, probably like 30 vials of blood, maybe more. Um, it was crazy, <laughs> um, but I was feeling really hopeful and excited about it. Um, you know, we were spending a lot of money, um, which was, you know, maybe fearful, but also happy to be doing something, um. And then based on those results, kind of came up with like a protocol and plan, but also he thought that I had um, endometriosis. So we went back to New York um, that October um, and did uh, a laptop surgery to remove the endometriosis. So this kind of time between like June and like the end of 2018, um, the six months, was like kind of a nice break for us, um, waiting on the surgery and then bleeding after the surgery and just not trying, um, which is really nice. And so then after I healed from the surgery and I did have endometriosis, he found it um, and removed it. Um, we were ready to try again and use this protocol. So um, on the third month of trying with the protocol, and again, like most of the medicines start, um, you know, like after ovulation, before a positive pregnancy test. Um, so after three months of that, um, we, again, in March <laughs> of the, um, I guess 2019, um, so this is my third March being pregnant, um, got a positive again, um, and this time my numbers were doubling and doubling and doubling, and she, like, wanted to stop taking my HCG, and <laughs> after, like, two times of a doubling, I was like, nope, we just need to keep on going, <laughs> like, I'll go every day out, you know, um, and she, my doctor was willing to do that, um, then again, like, right around, like, six and a half weeks, like, some spotting, um, and I was on, like, a blood thinner and stuff, so I knew that, like, they call it, like, a subcorionic hematoma, I think, um, like, I knew that was more possible with the blood thinner and things like that, um, but, so we went at six and a half weeks for an ultrasound, and it was measuring the right size, and, um, it had all the parts to it, um, beautiful, but it did not have a heartbeat yet. Um, and um, she didn't like the shape of it, I guess, but said that it could go either way. Um, so it would see us back in a week. Um, uh, at this point, my husband had just started a new job traveling. Um, so that next week, he was going to be gone um, for work for the first time traveling. Um, so it was just stressful and hard. Um, and it was kind of the first time I was ever in, like, that pregnancy, like, limbo, we say, right? Like, it's just, like, come back in a week. Um, so I was hopeful throughout the week just because I have to be. Um, but then went back for the ultrasound. Same room, same lady, same thing, you know, every time. Um, and it still didn't have a heartbeat and I guess was starting to, like, break down, so to speak. I don't really know. Um. So, I think this one was also super crushing in that, like, we're literally throwing the kitchen sink at it, like, every medication that, like, (laughs) you can be on, like, going for infusions and shots and steroids and, like, all of the protocol bullshit, like, we did it all and it still didn't work. Like, it was better, you know, like, numbers doubled and it was better, but, like, it didn't work. Um, So, then this was my first one that I guess was more of like a, like a missed miscarriage. Um, and she and I agreed to do a DMC so that we could test it. Um, which I was super excited to be able to get that information. Again, we're assuming that every time, you know, the, or, you know, the reproductive endocrinologist was assuming, you know, every time it was and I just didn't believe it. So two days later, my best friend took me, um, to the hospital and we did the DNC again. My husband was out of town. Um, so I'm glad for friends because I don't have family around. Um, and that was awful. I mean, it was fine, it was fine, but I, I was pretty positive and fine. And so, like, one lady asked me, like, Do you have kids? Or is this, you know, I don't know, do you have kids? And I said, No, or is this your first pregnancy? And I was like, No. Oh, it was you know, like just like she just kept like asking. I don't even know what she asked, but like. Just shut up, lady. Like, no, like I don't have kids. This is not my first pregnancy. Like, this totally sucks. And just you're just burying yourself. And then I started crying and my friends started crying. And she was super awkward. And I mean, besides that, everyone was lovely and she was trying to be lovely, but it just wasn't. Um but my doctor was great. Um me felt very comfortable and like I said, I was mostly sad but also excited to get some results. Um and about two weeks later, I went in for my follow-up with my OBE, um, and the results were not back yet, but we kind of had, like, a brainstorm meeting of, like, you know, depending on what they say, could totally change, you know, like, if it, you know, did I go the right route with the immunology, did I, should I have done my, yes, um, but we didn't have any information to like, it was all just theoretical, and, um, but we got the results back from that, and a normal boy, um, which kind of confirmed what I always thought that like, it can't just be a bad egg every time, um, another something went on, um, and then I had to follow up like my doctor in New York, um, and he, um, had suggested like adding some more medications, um, to my protocol for another pregnancy, um, and so that's, you know, I agree to that and you know, this, this is the route that has to happen. I mean IDF's not gonna fix this problem. Um so we're still on that route. So that was in March um of this year. Um and I think it took a while to get the results back and then to have the follow up with that doctor. So I don't know if we started trying maybe like June of this year and we're still trying, uh, which is super frustrating <laughs> because I'm one of a lot of medications that, you know, don't make me feel awesome. Um, and, you know, typically it's been pretty easy for us. Um, so when it's, I know it's not forever, but I mean, the whole thing has almost been three years at this point. Um, so I just kind of feel like I see the clock ticking. Um, but I guess some days I'm still hopeful. Some days it's just total misery. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Um, we are too late right now, you know, <laughs> so we'll see um (laughs) just kind of like apathetic a little bit about it all um (laughs) but I don't know so that's where we are um I feel like people might not appreciate some of my like apathy with it I don't even remember how I feel But (laughs) but it's just kind of
0: like I mean I I don't know like I mean I think when you've been through all of that it yeah that it's you eventually just get to that point you know Yeah, Um, yeah like I know it all sucked but like I don't know, <laughs> just, yeah, that's all I remember about it,
1: like, which yeah. can't focus on all the things, and, you know, I don't know,
0: it's I been hard, yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, yeah. that, I mean, that's a lot, and, like, just, yeah, still not having answers, like, just right. sucks, you know, yeah. Yeah, 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 it just sucks, but, yeah. um, I always ask at the end of every episode, if you had one piece of advice for somebody in a similar situation, what would it be? Um, I would say
1: to, like, fight for your joy in it. Um, I think 2000, you know, like, especially if your journey is long. I mean, I think 2017, I was just miserable. Like, it just was, like, looking at the clock. Okay, as long as I'm pregnant by the time that one was due or this, that. Like, I was just so hyper-focused on, like, beating the clock and getting this fixed and, like, and like I don't know I was just miserable all the time (laughs) um and I'm probably like one of your most happy-go-lucky people historically um and it was just really getting me down um you know and then feeling bad being miserable while being miserable you know like I like to be happy why am I so miserable you know like (laughs) I had like that insult to injury um and so I think at the end of 2017 I just I was like I cannot do another year I can keep doing this like I can you know I'm a go-getter. I'm strong. I'm fierce. Like I can, keep getting pregnant and losing babies. If, if eventually I have, to. like, I can do this. But like, I can't keep being miserable. Um, so I think I really worked hard specifically in 2018 of like fighting for that joy and being happy and doing things that made me happy. Um, and just not letting like the despair overtake me. Um, mm-hmm. and I think they did a really good job. Like, cause I went to a bachelor party with him. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> like I did it. Like um, and like I didn't even. I, yeah. And I had fun doing it. You know, like um, uh. And then I think this year has been hard in different ways too. Like I, I'm fighting for it. Like some days I don't get it. Like today I don't have it. <laughs> but like you know, most of the time I I still try to fight for that joy because if you don't, I mean, every I mean. It all sucks to start, but then, like, everything really, really sucks. Like, things that you, you know, still have suck. You know, like, your friends and your relationships. Like, if you don't find for the joy within all of that, like, then it all just goes to shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And that's not fair.
0: Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. It's I really... It's really easy Good. to like give up on things too or like push oh, yeah. things off because of your hopeful plans, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But you Vacation. have to eventually hit a point that you stop doing that, you know? Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah. Because otherwise, I mean, this is, you know, who I never thought I'm mean, after my second one to like, it was like May, probably like seven months after this started or six months. Like, i was we talking with my girlfriend from high school about it, being like, you know, assuming this is all there is, like, you know, I'll be better for it. And, you know, like, you know, it'll just be a blip on my screen. Whereas like now, three years later, it's like, <laughs> this is never going to be a blip on my screen. Mm-hmm. You know, this is always going to be, you know, really recreated who I am. Um, yeah. You know, in a lot of ways, um, which is hard then, because like I said, I haven't been super, like, I don't know that, like I said, I never told my full story that like, people would know about it, but that I have also been, you know, know that I've been going through it. But, like no one, I don't think besides my husband really knows like how much, Like, I'm a different person and, like, the shit that I've really gone through. Yeah. Um, Which is hard, you know, and I think that makes you feel even more alone through it all, too.
0: Um,
1: But that's why I listen to
0: podcasts like yours. (laughs) 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 Uh, Well, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story for those other women who are in the same situation as you and need to feel less alone and need that reminder to fight for your joy. Uh, yeah. if somebody wants to reach out, is Instagram the best way? Yeah. Um it's private
1: and I don't post a lot, but I definitely like communicate on there and you know, you can message me and um friend me and so yeah. It's okay. Perry. I can Perry P-E-R-R-Y C five five zero is what it is. Okay.
0: And I'll Which link it in the friend. description of the okay. episode as well so that it's easy for people. But thank you so much Cora okay. for yeah, jumping thanks. Sorry. on doing that. <laughs> it's this. probably pretty random and like, I don't even no. know how I feel about some of it. But, it was really good. Um, it was really good. And the fact that you are sitting outside of a Starbucks right now and you said it's rainy and kind of cold, I yeah. <laughs> <we> appreciate you. <laughs> well, I, my, my big plan didn't work out. So,
1: <laughs> because you are,
0: but no, it's good. No, you did awesome. And keep us posted, and hopefully we'll get yes. an update episode with you at yeah, some point amazing. as well. Yeah, yeah. So, I think I'll test right, we'll on think. Monday. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll
1: see, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Well, keep
0: me updated. Right. Yes, I will. All right, well, thanks okay. for having me. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it with a friend who could find it useful, or share it on your Instagram stories. Tag myself, tag my guest, so that we can personally Thank you. This is a lamp pan, you guys. We're not in this alone. We're creating this ripple effect together.